Hello and welcome to Family Renewal. I'm Israel Wayne, your host. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as we take a look at faith, family, and culture, all through the lenses of a biblical worldview. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Family Renewal Podcast. I'm Israel Wayne, and today we're going to be talking about a Christian view of creativity and the arts. I have a friend of mine on the podcast today who is a homeschooled graduate and a father who has been involved in the various levels of creative arts for quite some time. His name is Daniel Hancock. He's a fellow Michigander. Both of us live in the same state, although kind of on opposite sides of the state. But we uh, have met up at a number of times at different uh, conferences here in the state of Michigan. And I've been impressed with uh, Daniel as a person, but also as someone who I think has a lot of wisdom and uh, is developing increasingly experience in this whole aspect of creative arts. He's been a, a playwright, screenwriter. Uh, and of course, when you're writing scripts for uh, productions, whether they be um, audio dramas or stage presentations or whatever, you know, you end up having to be editor and a whole bunch of other things uh, as well. And so Daniel Hancock, welcome to the Family Renewal Podcast. Thanks for having me, Israel. Great to be here. So let's try to take this back a little bit in your own personal life and your own journey, because the creative arts are something that uh, obviously God has put on your heart, something that you want to see utilized for the glory of God. When did that first begin in your own life, this interest in, in that whole aspect of, of like production and writing stories and scripts and all of that? Well, um when I was really young, probably too young to remember, you know, I was very fascinated with, you know, uh, some of those classic Disney movies and just uh, storytelling. I remember watching Robin Hood, uh, the Fox one, <laughs> you know, as a kid with my brothers and and just really uh, loving the idea of being able to tell stories. You know, I staged plays before I could type, you know, with my siblings and my cousins and uh, friends from the neighborhood. And uh, eventually you know, tried to get a little bit more serious about it in my early teen years. And uh, yeah, actually put together our first play. We had a cast of 14 people, you know, and actually went and staged it for a public audience, mostly family, friends, you know, and, and uh, extensions of that. But uh, we actually did it, you know, it was my age at 14 and maybe uh, from around there and down. So lots of young kids, some of them, you know, ages five, six years old, all the way up to, you know, early teen and we put on a passion play. We did the story of and, and uh, uh, you know, lots of costumes and, you know, we built the set all by ourselves, you know, while I put it all together. And I actually, for my very first script, uh, before that, I remember having to have the neighbor boy type it for me <laughs> earlier, you know, to, uh, to figure out how to do it because I didn't even know how to do that, but I knew how to write it. You know, I knew what I wanted to do. And so I just started developing it very young. And then, uh, like I say, about, about, uh, you know, beginning of high school, I was able to kind of start to pull it together and uh, connect with a lot of other young people, uh, many from the homeschooling community, some from church and, uh, just the local area that were interested in performing and, and, uh, trying to use their talents. 
uh, for something better than what the school plays were doing and something better than, than that. And so this gave us all an opportunity to be very creative, to be able to be in leading roles, to be able to be in the position of prop properties manager, you know, at age 10, you know, and, you know, this, you know, everybody got to jump in technical director here, you know, actors and everybody was able to kind of find their, their, uh, their role on that team um, where they wouldn't probably have been able to do that in some of the other contexts. So we really just kind of started out like that, just more like a group of, of friends, a club, you know, to put everything together and and uh, put those productions on. And each year that we continued to do that, it got bigger and bigger. Uh, more and more talented people showed up to be a part of it. And, you know, we increased the, the level that we were pr producing the plays at and uh, began to, um, you know, do do more ambitious projects. And then eventually toured the state of Michigan. And we just kind of kept growing uh, in that way. We moved toward the later high school years. We started to get into more edgy stuff, you know, uh, human videos and things and, and participating with youth ministries and things like that. So sometimes it was big plays, you know, dramatic biblical stories. Other times, uh, you know, we were working, you know, with more like, uh, you know, kind of in combination with a worship group or, you know, like uh, that kind of events, you know, those kind of events. And so, yeah, just all kinds of different stuff over the years. But the main goal was, you know, like I say, to, to create a platform and, uh, where we could use our talents to glorify God. And so it's been great to watch that kind of develop over the years. That's encouraging. You know, not all of my listeners are homeschoolers, but I think the majority are kind of because of my background. And so I know for a lot of families at homeschool, they may have students who have an interest in acting or singing or writing, whether it's books or screenplays or, or, play, you know, scripts for plays, whatever that may be. Um, and obviously a lot of homeschooled students have gotten into filmmaking. You know, that's been a, a big thing over the past maybe 15 years or so. Uh, for those people who have students like that, I think some of them feel like homeschooling may be a detriment to them because they're not going to have access to the same sort of opportunities, whether it be theater or, or you know, glee club or whatever that they might get in a government school um what are what are your thoughts on that you were homeschooled uh, you work with a lot of homeschooled students uh who are interested in in performing arts um definitely what, yeah what i thoughts? mean is that is this going to ha hamper and hinder a, a student for life if they if they have a desire for this kind of work but they're being homeschooled well i think it, you know in either case it comes with its own set of challenges you know, uh, for me, I was an extremely introverted kid, you know, very quiet, and I most likely would not have participated in the public school atmosphere. I would have probably been the guy standing in the background, you know, content to watch. Uh, so I think that the homeschooling factor, leaving me free to kind of explore those things and be the one who is instigating the projects, uh, you know, being homeschooled was probably key in that, you know, having that kind of Creativity, also being able to divert the type of energy that I did to it over the years uh, would likely not have happened in in the, the government school setting. So, yeah, I think that there's that, uh, you know, but then there's other opportunities that you might see. And uh, I have seen those things kind of rise up more uh, as I've been an adult. Like, for instance, there's a great uh, the homeschool performing arts uh, program here in Michigan. Uh, where a lot of the students who are much younger than me have participated and they've been able to be involved in big, huge musicals and stuff. 
through that very much like the sports and such that the homeschool community typically is able to organize um, and film uh, programs as well. Like you've mentioned, you know, I've seen them. I've actually uh, at some of the conferences that we've been at together, they've been present. You know, I've seen them being able to connect with students who are interested in that type of thing. So ultimately, I say if you're really interested in doing it, um, you will, you know, you'll find a way to do it. And that's kind of what happened with me is I was very interested in doing that. I was very interested in making movies. Um, theater just happened to be the way that I could do it right then in the moment. I said, you know, I can, I can stage this play today. I can get these people to come. We can rehearse it. We can put it on, you know? And so I figured out that I could do that well and I could do it in the moment. So I just started where I could. And, uh, I think that, um, a lot of homeschooling students that I I've known do tend to have, um, an independent kind of attitude and, uh, are willing to try things. And so I think that's necessary with any kind of creative work, any kind of performing arts is, you know, to, to be willing to think outside the box, be creative, find ways to do stuff, uh, innovate, you know, and so I've definitely done that myself and I've, and I've seen uh, a lot of other people come up to do that as well. So yeah, homeschooling, I would not say is a, is a detriment, uh, at all, you know, just, uh, I would say seek out those resources um, you know, if there is an opportunity for you to participate in something, you know, make sure that you, you find that out and get involved, you know, and uh, continue to pursue what you're interested in doing. So uh, another question that comes to my mind is, you know, if you have a homeschooler who wants to get into these kinds of things, but doesn't really know how to go about it, you know, and say mom and dad don't have a background in this, how do you learn or how do you teach yourself how to know things you don't know. You and I actually had a conversation maybe a year or so ago where I was working on an audio project and I contacted you because I thought you might have some advice for me because you just did an audio project, which I want you to talk about soon. Um, and and you told me you, you've had to learn a lot of this as, yes. as you've gone, like you weren't just born knowing it. And so what things have you found helpful just in terms of how to learn your skill? You know, do you, are there courses you can take online or are there places you go? Do you, you know, do you recommend people go to college to learn this after they finish? Or is it like YouTube video tutorials now? Like how, how do homeschoolers learn this or really anybody, but just somebody that doesn't have a professional background already? How, how do you yeah. start to learn the information to break in? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the way that I, I did it and the way that I'd recommend people do it are kind of, that's what I was getting at earlier when we were talking, I was like, it's kind of two different things because, you know, I did it the hard way. I did everything the hard way, but of course, you know, that makes you who you are. Um, and so I kind of am glad sometimes that I learned how to write, how to produce, you know, the hard way, because I know, I know, uh, what works and what doesn't because of that. So if you at all possible can do it that way, do it the hard way, you know, uh, learn it. Um, you know, with all the blood, sweat and tears possible, because you're never going to regret that you're always going to be able to draw from from those experiences of learning things yourself. Um, but with that said, uh, you are, you know, all these young people are living in an age uh, unprecedented, you know, with access to information, like you said, YouTube tutorials, online classes, college programs that you could get involved in to learn this stuff. And uh, I wish I would have done more of that, probably looking back. I got, uh, basically what happened with me is I, like I said, I kind of started out very young, got the program rolling, learned everything the hard way. And then what happened is the group kind of grew with me. And so I got more and more involved in what I was doing and less and less 
interested in going out of that to go do education. So, but I would tell people to do it today. I'd say, you know, like go to a, a film school program of some kind so you can learn technical skills, you know, from people who are already in the industry. That's if that's available, then yeah, definitely do that. If it's not, you got YouTube, you got, you know, master classes that you can hear from the the absolute best in the world for pennies, you know, in comparison to what you would have had to do in the past. So yeah, you got no excuse. Uh, learn whatever you can from wherever you can. That maybe maybe that's my best piece of advice is just always always think of it that way. You know, uh, you can learn from everybody, anybody that's been doing this stuff. You can learn something from anywhere. And so uh, I've always done that. I'm still learning every day, expanding every day, finding new stuff. Um, so hopefully that you know for all those homeschool families out there, that's one of the traits you're trying to instill in your kids. Anyways, so yeah, you know, expand out. Find people, uh, seek out people who are doing it, you know, as mentors um, and just keep pursuing it, whatever means possible. That's what I'd say. So I know that you're a Christian and you endeavor to do your work uh, to the glory of God and with a biblical worldview. I know there are some parents that if they find their child has a proclivity towards the creative arts, it scares them quite a bit because the performing arts can be exceptionally, for lack of a better word, worldly environment. And so you have just a lot of things that your kids are going to be exposed to if they go to uh, a theater school, for example, or something. I mean, obviously, you know, that can be kind of throwing the sheltered homeschool kid into, you know, a bit of a moral moral cesspool, so to speak. Um, sure. What are some ways that parents can navigate that? You know, I think there's that fear of even just like the fantasy genre and so forth. It's like mm. a kid has an interest in writing speculative fiction or or something, but like I don't want them to co- come out a Satanist at the end of this. What are what are some ways that parents can kind of help guide their students who who might be interested in you know filmmaking and they're an Avengers fan or whatever? And you have oh, gotcha, going, yeah. Man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how comfortable I feel with some of this or, you know, comic books or, uh, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah, video, no, video absolutely. Games, creating video games, whatever. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and it's the same struggle no matter what field you go into, but some may be more prone, you know, to those types of challenges than others. Uh, yeah, film, film industry, you know, theater, they're definitely going to be, you're going to have a lot of, of uh, you know, worldly ideas and, and, and people involved in those industries. Uh, you just got to know who you are, know what you want to do. Um, I always was pretty clear about it in my own mind, what I was trying to do with my talents, what I wanted to say. Um, you know, writers and, and creators, they tend to have something to say. You know, so if a, if a student is coming up saying something, you know, like I want to get involved, I want to make the next Avengers movie or I want to do the next, you know, uh, uh, you know, fantasy epic, or I want to, you know, get involved in this theater program. Typically they know, you know, they, they feel like this is a way for them to be able to express who they are, what they're trying to, to say, what they have to offer the world. I mean, when you think about creative arts, performing arts in, in general, uh, all of that, it, you know, it's so much expression. It's so much of a way of us being able to communicate, you know, our ideas, our beliefs, our, our, you know, the truth that we have understood in the world, you know, and being able to convey that to somebody else, you know, that's the challenge, um, being able to share what I have in me with you, you know, how do you, how do you do that? And so there's so many different ways to achieve that, whether it be through music or through, you know, art or through acting, you know, any of these, you know, you can kind of communicate that, um, definitely through writing, you know, um, so, 
with that in mind, uh, don't be concerned about what, you know, parents don't be concerned about the fact that your kid wants to write the next Tolkien book, you know, or the next, you know, big Hollywood movie, because truth is uh, either they are who they are or they're not, you know? And uh, so if they, if, if you've done the, the work <laughs> and you've made sure to build them up and make them who they're going to be, if you've been a full-time parent, gotcha, right. Uh, then, uh, you know, you don't have anything to worry about because, you know, and it, and if you're worried about this, you know, then you, you really should try to maybe refocus on the other issues, the, the real issues, the the personal, you know, uh, relationship that you have with them, the worldview questions that might need to be reexamined. Uh, those would be the areas I'd worry about, not what they choose to go into, because, it, you know, if they've got a strong view, they got, you know, if they if their faith is solid and they know who they are, then it won't matter, you know, what they go into or what they get, what they get thrown at them in that industry. Uh, it hasn't for me, you know, at least, you know, so, but I have, you know, I, I didn't go to theater school, but I do have, we had several team members who did, you know, they got put in positions where they were told they had to perform, you know, perform roles that were in contradiction with their faith in productions that just didn't have any real value in their view, you know, and, uh, and there were times where they were, some of them said, you know, I, I will, you know, I'll tolerate this to a point, you know, and I can kind of find a way to be able to balance this enough to where I can still do it. And other times where they walked in and said, I will not, I will not participate in this. And I've seen people's grades get held over their heads and, and, you know, the whole thing. So it, it but, uh, but ultimately they can't do that to you, you know, so, it, you know, you can, you can stand your ground. Um, but, uh, but I would say, learn what you can from these places, you know, learn what you can from the people involved and not everybody's going to be like that. And, and like we said too, if you're, if you're really worried about it, um, and it is increasingly a problem, I would imagine for young people, uh, there are more and more Christian programs there are more and more, uh, solid, you know, worldview, uh, you know, uh, opportunities where they can go to places where that's not necessarily going to be as prevalent. So, um, but yeah, in general though, know who you are, you know, know what you believe and be ready to say that. And you won't, you won't have too much trouble. That's great advice. I appreciate your insight on that. So one of the projects that you're best known for is an audio drama that you created. That's based on biblical narrative. Uh, that's pretty, pretty epic as an audio production. Tell us about that project. Sure. Yeah. We, uh, we're kind of excited just today, you know, a couple of days ago here, we, we finally got our, our last streaming platform up and going on audible. So it's available there now and iTunes and Google play and all these other places. So it's kind of cool to see that happening, but yeah, we put it out, uh, in, in, the beginning of 2020 and Easter weekend there, we were able to put that together. It's a full cast audio drama, 50 voice actors, um, you know, original score, full cinematic style sound effects and the whole bit. And we've, uh, we did the entire gospel story. So we did our own kind of composite of the four gospels and then kind of came up with a very unique and uh, interesting way of kind of telling the story. Uh, you know, I wrote this years ago as a stage play and then we adapted it uh, still years ago as an audio drama. And then we recorded it all. We did it all independently. And the whole thing was done as a ministry project. Everybody volunteered on it. Um, and so it's just this massive project. We recorded the score, the original score with, uh, and actually worked with the homeschool music association here in Michigan, uh, to record some of that. So they're all in there too. Uh, 150 participants overall for the whole project. And so it's just a, it's a wonderful, uh, project to have been, you know, able to see come together, um, and, uh, just to work with so many great people on it too. So, 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What do we want to yeah, talk about? Do you have a picture of this? it? Do you have a, do you have oh, a yeah, copy sure. of it here? We can look at, look at. Yeah, we've got, uh, this is End of Darkness. This is the three-disc set, but it's available digitally, like I said, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, and then we have a MP3 download at BibleActors.com. You know, this comes with a, it's three discs like these here. You can see those. There's the guys on the road to Emmaus. And then we've got the other side here. It's beautifully done too with the with the quality of the product here. You can see the uh, disciples being called there and the crucifixion sequence there. It's happening. And it comes with a uh, with an insert. It's, you know, 40 fully dramatized photos from the story. So you get, you know, that kind of goes along. Each of these pictures kind of coincides with a moment in the audio experience. So you can kind of have an idea with, with so many casts of characters, you know, such a large cast of characters we had. I mean, these are just the lead, the lead few. It made it a little bit nice to have some faces to go with the multiple voices that you're hearing inside of there. So, yeah, it's been a very exciting project. Um, You know, as far as the writing aspect goes, I, I really am, am pleased with how it came out. You know, we've got, uh, we, we started out in the, the, the night that Jesus has been crucified, you know, it begins in the thunderstorm and the, and the storm after that. And all the disciples are in the upper room, you know, uh, struggling with their doubts and their, and the fear and the, and literally, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to survive um, the night. And uh, so we kind of start there and then are able to uh, take that unique perspective of, the people who didn't know how this was going to turn out um, and then look backwards into the story as they begin to, to flash back and see the life of Christ and all the significant things that happened throughout. And then we kind of catch back up to ourselves again at the end. So it's kind of a little bit, you know, we're, we're shifting the timeline around a little, it starts in unexpected places and kind of get, you know, gives us a chance to see things through uh, a new perspective, a new, a new set of eyes. So it's pretty exciting. So this is End of Darkness. Did you say it was BibleActors.com is the website? Yep, BibleActors.com. Yep, and you can you can get the the CD set there, and everything's linked, so you can get the you can download it right now if you want to listen to it now. And uh, but yeah, I recommend the CDs. You you can get those and see the the beautiful uh, uh, images and everything that come along with it. But we download you can you can download the, the digital pdf of all the pictures and stuff as well awesome. and that's it's crystal clear full quality audio uh you know it's not it's it's you know, if you wear your headphones you're going to be able to hear the people moving around you left and right you know everything's happening and then of course like in the car speakers or something like that on a road trip this is going to be it's not it's not an audio book like so that's something that i right. guess i should probably bring up is it it's not an audio book it's not a uh, the bible on tape you know, um, or, you know, there's so many of those already out there and they're great. You know, we listen to, we've listened to Max McLean do the New Testament recently. You know, it's just wonderful to hear the whole thing kind of read out loud, but that's not what this is. This is, this is more like a film, more like, a, a, like you're there. It's, we, we tried to create it in such a way that you're like a fly on the wall, you know, in the scenes. You're there yourself, so you're hearing everything that's happening and there's no narration. So, so that's the thing. We have like an opening narrator for like a couple of sentences at the beginning and the end, you know, that kind of bookends it. But there's no narration in this, which is unique too. even among audio dramas. A lot of times they, you know, they'll break away to a narrator to kind of fill in the, the gaps. And the way that we did it was in order to not break that, that you know, that illusion, the experience of being there. Uh, everything is based on the sound design. So all the narration takes place through the, the audio that you're hearing. So we had to be very strategic about what we, 
what you're hearing so that you don't need to hear from a narrator. So you, you actually literally can experience it like you're standing there. So pretty fun. Well, man, I regret we're almost out of time, which is terrible because we have so much to talk about, but can you quickly just tell us about a couple other resources that might be of interest? And, and most importantly, uh, let's just do this now uh, so that we don't lose time. Uh, where can people get a hold of you? Where can they connect with you um, on social media, your website? Give us those things first. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Bibleactors.com is where you can find everything that we're working on. Uh, and then for myself, I'm on Facebook a lot. You can find my personal profile on there, but I have a, a director page as well. Um, I think it's uh, director Daniel Hancock is the, you know, the handle and then uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, I'm pretty findable, I believe, and uh, LinkedIn and stuff like that. So all of those, you know, I'm, I'm available and uh, feel free to write in. We'd love to have you check out the projects that we're doing. We'd love to hear about your, your thoughts on them, uh, what you liked, disliked about them. We're always trying to improve and do more stuff like this one. Uh, you know, this is just came in today. This is the hardcover oh, uh, of wow. the first two chapters of my comic book that I'm working on this year. And so here I'll give you the other view you can see this is this wonderful sci-fi story dominion fall of the house of saul and this is based on the book of first samuel but as you can see it's highly you know highly adapted and very loosely inspired by but uh but definitely kind of follows the mold of the of the story of saul and jonathan and david and dare i say goliath and coming issues so it's it's coming along but it, yeah it definitely has the heart of the story in there so it, it kind of uh you know, takes that and you know, we, we run with it in kind of that sci-fi Star Wars Avengers type world. Yes. So if you got kids who are interested in any of those types of products, this is going to have that solid biblical worldview, uh, but definitely story first. It's it's going to be enjoyable for anybody, any age. And the writing is not such that it's geared specifically to children. You'll enjoy it yourself if you want to read it, you know, because it's, you know, we're definitely uh, taking that uh, that story as seriously as possible and trying to really make sure that it's uh, it's relatable and understandable. And hopefully it'll in increase people's interest in reading the biblical story itself, you know, and kind of go, wait a minute, that really happened? Yeah, I did. Go back and read your Bible a little more, buddy, you know, and find out all the interesting stuff that happened, uh, you know, in those Old Testament stories. And, you know, we're just kind of weaving the gospel in there as well. So, uh, so yeah, I'd encourage you to check out that series. And then, uh, I'm also working on another comic book. It's actually just out right now. We're shipping out books. Uh, it's called Samson Rise. And that one's that one's for older, mature teens, you know, with the Delilah themes and the, you know, noble suicide and all that stuff. We don't really recommend it for the children. But uh, but, yeah, if you got more mature teens, this is done by two incredibly talented uh, former Disney artists from Australia. Who I'm working with, and uh, and they've done a beautiful job of updating the Samson story. Just the visuals are incredible, you know. And uh, and we really kind of did a deep dive and kind of mining for gold for what Samson was going through, and the, just the whole arc of repentance and redemption that you can see in that story as well. So so those are both going on, and lots of other cool projects. But just follow me on Facebook. I'd love for you guys to to come and say hi, and and uh, if you have any more questions along these lines, or anybody who's interested in performing arts of any kind, uh, you know, I would love to talk with you and, and uh, maybe point you in the direction of some good resources or, or uh, maybe answer any questions. And of course I offer my services as a script consultant and, uh, and a screenwriter. So I'm doing a lot of that these days as well. So if anybody wants to uh, take the level of Christian art and up a notch, let's do it. You know, it needs to happen. So uh, let's make it happen. 
Well, Daniel, I appreciate you as a friend, as a brother, and I'm grateful for what you're doing in the, in the creative arts world for the glory of Christ. Uh, I encourage everybody to connect with you for their family, professionally. You'd be a great person to work with for any kind of film project or creative project. So uh, keep me posted on what you're up to, and uh, we'll have you back on the podcast and you can talk about it and tell people about the new stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. For more information on Family Renewal, the writing and speaking ministry of Brooke and Israel Wayne, please visit FamilyRenewal.org.